WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Talking footy with Garrick Ibbotson. Thanks to Fleet Network, WA's Novated Car Leasing Specialists. As we've done every Friday throughout the season, he's been in the studio, the 177-gamer Fremantle Football Club's finest, and the main man, the head honcho at Fleet Network, WA's Novated Leasing Specialists. Always great to have them on board, and I speak of Garrick Ibbotson as we dissect the season that was. And Ibbo, how did you take in last week's uh, grand final? How did you enjoy it? Uh, I did enjoy it. Fantastic game. Um, I didn't do a whole lot, to be honest. I just sort of stayed at home and watched the game. So uh, it's good to have a nice, close grand final, especially when you're not really barracking for either team. So Good result, though. Good to it? watch. Yeah, well, we were right, weren't we? Colin would get, get the right. win. Yeah, two, two out of three is not bad on the panel. Yep. Yeah, you know, you, you, you got me by four points, and I bow to your greater, greater judgment. <laughs> hey, did you notice that the Collingwood Football Club... <laughs> Have sold their playing jumpers, which are, which clearly are not their playing jumpers. They're clearly their. No, they're the ones they, they wore. No, no, well, they did wear them, but they changed them at half time. Yeah, sure. Look, sure, he did the same thing. They all did yeah. the same thing. So, so they wore them for a quarter or a half, whatever, and then they changed them at half time. They signed them. Nick Dacos has went for seventy five grand, and they still can't give away Jack Ginnivans. Jack Ginnivans, they still can't give it away. Rubbish. They put it up for auction, dollar eighty, I think. So someone will buy it. No. Someone at the races bought it. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see Mooney Valley. Oh Mooney no, jumped on him. Your mob's jumped on him too. <laughs> He's going to be the face of the Ladbrokes Cox Plate. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's just rewarding poor behaviour, if you ask me. <laughs> anyway, hey guys, what we're going to do here? We're going to dissect the season, but what we are asking that anyone who wishes to contact us here right now can go into Goss Lotto. You call and give you a good, bad, ugly from your team this season. So if you want, if you call 13 12 55, you go into our Oz Lotto draw. It's $20 million. Oh, Oz Lotto. Yeah, on October 10. That's right. 13 12 55. But it is, you call and you just, you're in the syndicate. But you must come and tell us what is your good, bad, or ugly for the year that was in regards to your footy team. But we are going to dissect it, uh, Scotty, and I'm going to straight start straight at the top. I want your overall season review of the Adelaide Crows. Well, I gave them a B. Uh, I thought they were much better than uh, I thought they were going to be. I had them 14th in my pre-season ladder predictions. They finished 10th and unlucky. Uh, possibly could have played finals if it wasn't for an umpire error. Uh, I thought they played well above themselves. So they missed the finals by a game and a half. And um, I thought they were much, much better than I thought they were going to be. B. What do they need? Oh, I think I think they'd still need a bit more speed in the, in the middle of the ground um, and probably the back half. Their forward line, you know, they kick goals quickly, but uh, I think they just need a little bit of speed in the middle. Evo, thoughts? Yeah, I'm with you. And Taylor Walker, for me, was a standout. For someone of he's his age. And, yeah, he, I think he's the one that, I don't know if it's a good thing to have Taylor Walker as your real standout at his age, but he was fantastic for them. And their forward line, like you say, is unbelievable. They've got some star forwards 
But midfield depth for me, I think, is what they still need. You look at Jordan Dawson, but for mine, Taylor Walker was the story. Wasn't yeah, he? I think so. Yeah. 13 12 55, if you wish to join in. So a B agreed on the Adelaide Crows and the season. Let's hit the call straight away. So anyone who calls 13 12 55 goes into our Goslotto Syndicate $20 million for Oslotto next week. So you just call 13 12 55. Steve's in Eaton. Here we go last right? night, firstly. Now we won $11.80. All right, so we'll just double down. Let it roll. Different syndicate. Let's go to Steve of Eaton. Steve, good morning. Morning, men. How are you? Going well, Steve. How are you? Good, thanks. Good. I'm a, um, what am I? I'm a passionate hawk that's been a, yeah, no, I've been happy with the season overall. Uh, the good was obviously our kids, Ned Weddle and John Newcomb, legend. Yeah. Um, the bad, Cosy Levin. I'm pretty sad about that. Um, and the ugly, I guess, was uh, Chad Bingard's injury. Uh, it's a very good assessment, Steve. I from like it, Steve. Well done. Good start. Steve, you're in the Oslotto Syndicate. Let's go to Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> He's in Lansdale. <laughs> Harlem, good morning. Morning, boys. Morning. Yeah, you, know, you? you know to come in now. You can come in any time when you hear the music. You don't have to be reintroduced. You've got it down pat. You're a good man. Who do you barrack for in the footy, Harlem? The Dockers. Good, bad and ugly of your season, please. Okay, the the the, the ugly were our first quarters. Mm. Terrible. Good call. The good, good call. Jay, Jay, Jay Amos. Yep, very good. He's definitely good. And the ugly, um, I reckon the, the uh, main uh, Brayshaw incident, just how that was handled. Of the season. Of the season, yeah. Nice work by you. Yeah, I think it was fairly poorly handled as well, but um, sadly no winners really out of it, apart from Maynard, who's right. got a premiership to, to say. Hey, you're in the draw uh, for next week's uh, Oslotto draw. Good on you, Harlem. Good man. Let's hit Bankshire Grove. Ryan's there. G'day, Ryan. Morning, lads. How you going, Ryan? Good, bad, ugly. Who do you break for? Yeah, West Coast, uh, pretty straightforward, right? So the good Oscar Allen. He's yep. going to be the next captain. Uh, the bads, all the injuries. And the uh, uglies, the 100-point losses, and probably just the saga behind Adam Simpson and how that dragged out. Yeah, good man. Great summary. Oh. Very good. Great summary. We'll get to more educated callers. Educated listeners here. We have got educated listeners. Uh, very good. Keep calling, 13, 12, 55. But, Scotty, let's go back to the Brisbane Lions, who were the runners-up. Gave them an A. Uh, no weaknesses across any line, really. Um, the thing that got them in the end, I, I reckon is still their goal-king accuracy. Now, beginning of the year or beginning of the year, there was probably or the first, say, 12 games of the year. There was probably maybe only three or four times they kicked more points and goals, but towards the end of the season... It affected them at the wrong times of the game. So, you know, Danaher and Hipwood, probably the main two culprits. They've got to get that right. But um, I thought you know, they had an exceptional season, no doubt. They're four point, five points away from a, a premiership. The player for mine, uh, the one that excited me the most, was probably more in the last half of the season, is, is Kitty Coleman. I thought he was exceptional and he's shown that um, you've got to be careful of him and he's going to be a player to watch. Ibo, what do you make of uh, the Brisbane Lions? Yeah, you're right. I mean, to get within a goal of Collingwood at the MCG, the MCG's probably been their issue for a long time. And to them to go and perform the way they did against Collingwood at the MCG, hopefully they go into next year not having that hoodoo. Although they didn't win, hopefully they had to take some confidence out of that performance against Collingwood. Well, they were good against Melbourne as well. But as I spoke with David King last Friday, before the grand final, he said, well, they played some good footy there. See, but they, they, don't, they don't win. Mm. But True. But I mean... They were within a kick of winning the premiership there. And yeah, they didn't win. At the MC- no, they didn't win. You're right. But I think if they had gone there and got really sort of badly beaten, I think there would yeah. have been a bad, bad 
way to head into the next season. So I think, and Coleman, he was almost best on ground. He, if they had got a, a goal and won the game, I think he would have won the Norm Smith. So it was good. Great call. They were. Yeah, there it is. An A for the Brisbane Lions. No real surprises there. Let's hit the phones again. Let's go to Dave. He's in Bunbury, one of our favourites. G'day, Dave. Morning, fellas. How are we on a Friday? Yeah, we're good. No. You're an Eagles man. Sum up your season. Jesus. Well, the last guy sort of got after what I was going to say, but I think that the good to add to that, I reckon, was Baby Williams, and I really liked um, Noah, Noah Long coming in as well. Yeah, uh, the, the ugly was obviously the losses, but the bad, to be more specific, I think, was the derby. That was sort of the, the start of the rot. We lost like seven players that game and just never, never recovered from there, so that was a three for me, boys. Yeah, it's a good call you make. Dave, you're a good man. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. So there's Dave. And uh, as an Eagles man, he's also in our Oslotto draw for next week. So if you ring between now and the top of 8 o'clock, uh, you go in the draw for our $20 million Oslotto. Let's take Lisa's call before we go back to have a look at Carlton. G'day, Lisa. Good morning, Goss. Good morning, Scotty. Happy Friday to everybody. And you, um, Gibbo's here as good... well. Yep. Oh, Gibbo. Sorry, Gibbo. I keep missing you out. I forget you come in on a Friday. Sorry, mate. That's okay. Um, the, <laughs> my good is the emergence of um, Bailey Williams in the ruck and also all, all the um, younger guys that really um, did well this year. My bad is um, losing so many um, players like Hearn and um, Nat Nui and Shuey. That, that, you know, that, was, that was bad. Mm-hmm. And the ugly was um, the losses that they had throughout the year, like the 100-point losses and that. Like Some of those games, um, they were winnable, but they just didn't produce, and, yeah, and that was the result. So, yeah, so that's my good, bad, and ugly, guys. Nice so take care and have a great weekend. You, you too, Lisa. There's Lisa. Okay, let's go to the Blues. Uh, 13, 12, 55, you want to join the syndicate? If you ring and give us your good, bad, the ugly, you go into the $20 million syndicate. B-plus for the Blues. Um, I had them at 10th at the beginning of the season and the predictions, and they finished 5th. They were in all sorts of trouble. Uh, they were, the place was about to implode. They turned it around, which is no easy feat. And we've seen teams this year that haven't been able to do that. They were superb and they were gallant up in um, Brisbane. Not good enough, but gallant. I'll give them a B plus. And my player's Charlie Curnow. You know, I'm an unabashed fan of, of Charlie Curnow's. You can look at Cripps, who just does it week in, week out. Generally injured, but doesn't miss too many. But Charlie Kerno is a player for mine. I thought Brisbane, uh, Carlton. Yeah, terrible were... finals campaign. Like he, he was, yeah. he was a lot to do with that. Sadly, not going another step. If he, if he produces what I agree with you, if he produces the Charlie Kerno that we know, yep. they almost win. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, and I agree with you. And that, and that is the thing that will will hold him back. I'm not sure if you know. And, and this thing, you look at Paddy Cripps, who was clearly injured and playing under a cloud, hasn't done his. Reputation he damaged because we know he's, but he was still in there, in and under, getting everything done. Charlie Curnow was uh, not the right, well, not himself in the finals, mm. and that and that mm. will leave a big question mark over his head. But as far as the season goes, B plus. Yeah, Charlie Curnow is a good. It's an interesting one actually because he, if Carlson had gone out of that final series and Cripps was lighting it up, Curnow was lighting it up, all their best players are playing well and they still couldn't get it done. Then you're thinking, oh, how far off are we? But 
if he can come in next year in the mm. same scenario and you get your best players playing well, he didn't play well at all. No. If he plays to his form throughout the season, they do give themselves a shot. So it's not like they need a whole lot to get going. It's just they need mm. their best players going at the right time. They'll so, take a mountain out of this year, won't they? Their last half of the season. I think so. And for and from an outside looking in, I think Michael Voss has done a great job. He would have been under all sorts of pressure for the first oh, sort of start of the season. And to turn it around and finish the way they did, he's done some good things. Well done to Luke Sayers, well done to Brian Cook too, who stood firm under enormous pressure mm. from the Carlton faithful, stood firm and uh, can at the end of the day go, ha-ha, told you so. Scotty from Bayswater, he's a Hawthorne man, he's a rusted-on listener of our show. Scotty, you're in the syndicate for next week's $20 million draw. Give us your GBU in regards to the Hawks. Not a problem. I think um, the good part of it was midfield stepping up to the speed of the criticisms around trading out Tim Mitchell and Jagger Ramirez. They became one of the best your phone, your phone, your, 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 Scotty, your phone's almost unlistenable, so I don't know what happened right there. But yeah, try again. But uh, there was just it might want to turn to the left by about half a yard. What do you got? <laughs> no, nah, he's dropped out. We'll, we'll try him again. Uh, let's get a breakaway, Scotty. Uh, we'll get Scotty back. Yeah, we're under Collingwood. We're up to Collingwood. 13, we are. 13, 12, 55. We'll give you time to think about how you're going to heap some mayonnaise on them. 13, 12, 55, a break. If you want to call, call now. This is our season review thanks to Fleet Network. You can get involved by joining in. 13, 12, 55, Toolkit Depot open line. If you call, you go into our syndicate next week for $20 million Oz Lotto. For those who played last night, we uh, picked up a lazy $11.80, which goes to Ronald McDonald Charity. We'll take a break and come back. 13, 12, 55, Scotty and Goss. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings. And Tim Gossage. If you call and give us your good, bad, ugly in regards to your footy team, you go in the draw for $20 million in our Oslotto Syndicate. Gary Gibbetson is here, Fleet Network, and Scotty. We're dissecting. The year that's been with every team so far, a B for Adelaide, an A for Brisbane. Carlton, you gave a B plus. plus. Yep. And we'll get on to Collingwood in a moment. But, Scotty, we've got Scotty back from Bayswater. Scotty, appreciate your time. You're a Hawthorne man. You GBU, please. Not a problem, gents. Good morning, all. Uh, the good was the uh, the young midfield becoming one of the better centre clearance teams. And despite all the, the criticisms around trading out Mitchell and O'Meara, they've um, improved in that area quite dramatically. Um the bad, in my opinion, was Cyril not coming to the 10-year reunion, uh, the 2013 premiership side, and the ugly would be the delivery into the forward line and bombing it on Mitch Lewis's head constantly. Mm. Mm. That's a good call, Scotty. You're a very learned man. We appreciate it. And you are in the syndicate for next week. And joining you is Brendan from Lansdale. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. There you go. Good. You're a Hawks man too. What do you got? Uh, it's good, but a couple of players who are borderline elite, and Mitch Lewis and John Newton, the next couple of years, they could actually take the game by storm. Yep. Uh, the bad, a couple of the recruits we got. I was disappointed in Lloyd Meek. Thought we'd get more out of him. And ugly, when Sicily was out suspended, our back line was atrocious. Just lost all composure and went to water and got smashed. Yeah, great. I like all those calls. Yeah, great summation. I, I agree with the Lloyd Meek, because I thought West Coast should have yeah. hard for Lloyd Meek. And he shot, well, they did go for him. They didn't go as hard as I would. Good good call, Brendo. Good on you, mate. There's Brendan. So some good passion there from the horse. Yeah, they, I know they take a bit longer, 
Ruckman to uh, to develop, but I agree with you. I thought he was probably a little disappointing, and look forward to seeing what he dishes up next well, year. They've got Ned Reeves, so they've got both. So they're massive. So they've got two lumbering Ruckman now, and it's not going to work. So they're not going to both get the game. So whoever gets that first taste, and we spoke to Matt Flynn, yep, who lost his spot at the Giants, replaced by Briggs, yep. never got back in. Same could happen there. So whoever gets first dibs at it, could be very hard to to throw out if you if throw enough. Thinking if Mitch wants to go with a. Uh, Two two ruckmen that are similar type players. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Okay, here we go. Stand by, Perth. No, no. You know what? Let's just get it over and done with. Collingwood, A plus. We don't need to talk any more about them. Uh, they were sensational. They've been terrific all year. They play a brand of footy that's exciting. They never ever give up. They find a way when most teams wouldn't. They've been superb. That's all I'm going to say to them. Okay. That's all. That's good, mate. Very good. They, they were the best season, uh, best team all season, I think, by far. And what I think I liked the most about Collingwood is Craig McRae. So yep. Collingwood, for a long time, has been that team that they're the biggest in the competition. Either you love them or majority of people just don't like them. And I think Craig McRae's changing that look at them. He's understated. He's quiet. They've had Eddie Maguire and Nick Malthouse and Nathan Buckley, and they get Craig McRae in, and he just puts a calm across the whole club. So he's I think hard to like. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I liked him. Plus, yeah. he named his kid Maggie. Yeah, it's, it's a really good. Yeah, it's a good summation. Right. It's a really good summation. Uh, and I and I mean sincerely, do you think they can back it up, or do you think there isn't too many blokes in that team that will get ahead of themselves? And that could be a. And I, I'm not anticipating a fall, but there's shades no. of, of a little bit of arrogance. Yeah, um, with a couple of it, individuals. with a couple of them. Yeah, with a couple of individuals. Well, as long as you've got Pendles, uh, you got Sidey, uh, those sort of people. Jeremy Howe, who's a yeah, outspoken, confident bloke, but doesn't get ahead of himself. Those sort of leaders, Jack Crisp, they'll keep these blokes in check. I mean, you have a look at Geordie Degoe, who, who, as a younger bloke, erred on a few occasions, got himself in a bit of trouble. He gets it now, that's something. And it's all part of a, a learning curve. There are a couple at the moment I've heard stories about that's been really disappointing, and uh, and I hope that that gets uh, changed pretty quickly. But footy clubs are pretty good levellers and uh, I don't think there'll be too many there that get ahead of themselves. Whether they can sustain it, when something new comes in and it's fresh and it's shiny, it's very easy to get invigorated, isn't it? And to go, how good is this? The biggest challenge for Craig McRae is to keep that mentality, to keep that hunger and uh, but still have the fun on the side. But Craig McRae's a competitive beast. Don't be fooled by how nice he comes across. Mm. In the media and that, he's still got some real mongrel in him. If you're a Dockers fan, give us a call, 13 12 55, and enter Goss Lotto if you want to uh, find the GBU of your season, good, bad, and ugly. Give us a call, 13 12 55, Fremantle fans. Let's go to Essendon. What do you make of the year? Gave them a C. They showed some signs early, but they're not going to really threaten with that list, I don't think, at the moment. Um, they fell away. Their, their last couple of games were just horrific, a horrible way, but... Brad Scott gets his own way with them now. He comes in and gives them a pre-season that he wants to give them. And uh, I think they'll be better next year. But um, just run-of-the-mill sort of stuff from Essendon. The player for mine was Nick Martin. I reckon he was fantastic. And the bloke who really needs to lift is is Jake Stringer. Jake Stringer is possibly, in my opinion... Same too long. Yeah, I know. I know. It, so... Is he overrated in the competition? He is. Oh, 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 you he have is. to say that he is. But he is. He's a burst player. Highlight reel, fantastic. But there's, it's not a – it's sort of my feelings on Suarioli, and this is going to upset a lot of our Hawthorne listeners. I love Suarioli, but did he do it for four quarters of a game? No, he didn't. Jay Stringer will bob up and be enormous from half a quarter. That's it. But anyway, Essendon for mine was a C. 
Evo? Yeah, I think they um, like they started really, really well. Mm. And the, Lots of signs. The difference between their good and bad is far too great. And I think that's probably the same for a lot of their players. And Jake cool. String is a perfect example of that. When he's good, he's fantastic. But when he's no good, you can't even have him in the side. So they need to get their consistency right. Missing Peter Wright for a lot of that season as well didn't help. So I think he's really mm. important to them. Um, but, yeah, I think they're just middle of the range. And with Brad Scott having a full preseason with him will help. All right, before we get to the news, we do need to talk about Fremantle. What do you got? Well, I go for our D. Uh, from where they went from last year to this year, it's a it's a massive decline. And as we've, we've said it, well, I go with D, mate. You gave a year. Yeah. Their, their list, Fremantle's list is better than Essendon's. There's no doubt about it. They showed it last year. They finished fifth. They win a final. To finish 14th, they were 11th in possessions. They were 10th in tackles. So if you're 11th in possessions, you're not getting your hands on the footy that much. Then surely your tackling has to be your pressure game. That, that you know, sort of reflects on the pressure that they were offering when they didn't have the footy, which is not good enough. They were 14th in tackles in their inside 50. So that forward line that we sometimes praise a lot was letting it out far too easy. They were 11th in scoring. Now, I know they're, they're working on that forward line mix all year. I think they've got it now. They just, but there wasn't enough people carrying the load. Sarong, fantastic. Brayshaw getting their hands on the footy, but what they were doing with it wasn't good enough. The player for mine was Jai Amos. Really, really enjoyed his year, and I think he he stamped himself this year in saying, "I'm going to be here for a long time." Yeah, I think so. And where I think Fremantle have got themselves into a bit of a predicament now is this Sean Darcy and Luke oh, Jackson yeah. scenario. So Luke Jackson came over and performed fine, but now you've got Sean Darcy sitting there where you're not sure. How much do you actually commit to someone like that long-term? Do you pay him big dollars? You're going to have two Ruckman fighting for the same position. I think they've got themselves in a bit of a spot. Um, personally, I think they need midfield depth. If you compare someone like Collingwood, who's got Sidebottom and Pendlebury and Crisp and the Dacosses, and then you go to Freya, who have got Brayshaw, Sarong, and then not a whole lot else, I would be considering what you could get for Sean Darcy to pop up your midfield depth. Well, he's, he's come out yesterday and spoken. He's come out I'm going nowhere. I'm staying. I'm staying. Well, I've got a house here. Yeah. I'm going nowhere. Well, sometimes the club will decide that for you. Mm. Are they a better side, Ibo? Are they a better side with Sean Darcy in the ruck or with Luke Jackson in the ruck? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I sort of feel like Sean Darcy over the a longer period, he's been very good at Freo for yep. a long period of time. No doubt. Luke Jackson, I think, has probably got more upside being a younger guy, a bit more athletic, but Sean Darcy's very good. So I don't know who's better at the time. Probably Sean Darcy, I think, at the moment. 13 12, 55, if you are a Frio fan and you want to join the Goss Lotto Syndicate, 13 12, 55, a, a big Oz Lotto next week, $20 million. Let's get some news, come back. Tommy Hackett will give us some odds in regards to Australia and their World Cup cricket campaign, all that and more, and we'll dissect the rest. Uh, starting with Geelong, this is Scotty and Goss. Thanks to Fleet Network. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Tommy Hackett joins us from Ladbrokes. Turnbull Stakes Day at Flemington. Huge days of racing. We're getting into the real serious stuff. Uh, give us the racing and then I want to get the market for Australian India at the World Cup. Tommy, good morning. Good morning, Goss. Yes, Turnbull Stakes Day. When I, in my opinion, is when the spring carnival gets serious. The Turnbull Stakes, always such a strong form reference for the Caulfield Cup, the Ladbrokes Cox Plate and the Melbourne Cup. And this year we'll see the Australian debut of one of the most exciting horses in the world, Romantic Warrior, the champion middle-distance horse in Hong Kong, is currently a dominant favourite in the Ludbroke top plate, and it's a clear favourite for the Turnbull Stakes as well. It's $2.15, 
it's going to be very tough to beat. You're looking for one to beat it, though. Osa Pinko at $5.50. Been building nicely this preparation. I think this might be its chance to, to uh, win another Group 1. If if Romantic Warrior doesn't bring its best, I think Osa Pinko is the horse that will be able to take advantage. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be a great day's race, and we'll keep an eye on that one. Keep an eye on the markets on Ladbrokes. All righty, give us the Ladbrokes head-to-head market, Australian India, maybe top run scorer most wickets. I know you're all over this. And, and Scotty's first thing Scotty said this morning, Tommy Hackett, was you nailed that England would be a big disappointment, and wow, mm. did an eight copper flogging. Yes, it was all. I'm always pleased to see England copper <laughs> flogging at a World Cup of any variety, uh, particularly when I've uh, predicted exactly that. So the Kiwis got the job done at $2.75 yesterday. The tournament starts with an upset, and mm. uh, it's a closer betting game on Sunday with India and Australia. India $1.68, Australia $2.25. I think Australia are a pretty good bet there. I really don't think there's a huge amount between these two sides. And whoever turns up on the day and produces their best cricket will we'll, we'll get the job done. Both teams have got plenty of firepower. So I'm leaning towards Australia at the $2.25. If you're looking for a, a value betting play, well, the, in my bet, the best bet, Australia's top run scorer, Mitch Marsh. He's just been in outstanding form at the moment. He's opening now in the absence of Travis Head, which uh, gives his top run scorer hopes a, a boost. So I think he's going to be a key man for Australia this tournament. And when it comes to top wicket taker, Mitchell Stark, I think, will be the key man for Australia. I mentioned him earlier in the week. You can get $13 for him to be the top wicket taker in the tournament. You would, you would think that uh, a World Cup in India, that it, it does favour the spinners and it will be a spinner that finishes as the top wicket taker. But Mitchell Stark is a very special bowler with a white ball. And I think the $13 is over the odds. Brilliant stuff, Tommy. Do Have a great weekend, mate. Keep an eye on the track and we'll keep an eye on Gostradamus and the communities at Ladbrokes. Appreciate it, mate. We'll do it again Monday. Thanks, boys. Have a great weekend. That odds update, thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken, on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. All righty, press for time to get through the rest, but we've had some great callers. Thank you. Snap Fitness for the feeling. Snap Fitness has you covered. Visit your local Snap Fitness to find out more. Snapfitness.com.au and my Snap Fitness and Snap Judgment. I don't know if you know, I predicted the bounce would be crooked. Mm. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, no, you did. But anyway. uh, We acknowledged it. Thank you. Uh, My Snap Judgment is that West Coast are going to get, won't be A, B, C or D. Uh, From Scotty Cummings shortly. (laughs) We do need to get through it. Let's go to Geelong. Geelong, um, well, I'll go with my C. Just okay coming from Premiers. Big drop. Um, they need some polish in the midfield. Dangerfield, look, we know what he is, but he's not polished. He, he's he's a bull. He's a ball winner. He's a brute. He's a beauty, but he's not polished. They need some polish in the midfield. Player for mine was Ollie Henry. Going from Collingwood there, uh, who was a bit player, I reckon he really stepped up and uh, was a great second banana to, to, uh, to Tom Hawkins. Yeah, my uh, the player for me was Grian Myers. So when you've got arguably the best player in the competition with Jeremy Cameron, you've got someone who doesn't want to kick goals all the time, give it to your best players. Mm. I think that's a fantastic attribute to have because a lot of forwards think goals first, and understandably so. He's happy getting the ball and giving it to somebody else. So I think that's a great person yeah, to have I on your team. On that one. What did you give him? C? C. Gold Coast. Gold Coast D. Um, it's a D for Gold Coast, unfortunately, uh, with the, obviously the coach departing as well. The 18th in disposals, 18th in disposal efficiency. They've got a lot of work to do. Can the super coach do it? And Damien Hardwick? Terrible on the road. Terrible on the road. Well, won two games, okay, didn't they? two games on, on away from home. Fell away in every one of those games too. I think they were, they were in it for bits and then just fell away. But the player was Noah Anderson, had a breakout season. Mm. Uh, he stepped up as a uh, an elite on baller. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. He's the one. Um, and he's only 22 years old, so he's mm. got some good upside. I think with Gold Coast, like they've got Anderson, they've got Rao, they've got King. 
They've got Ballard at back. They've got Lukosius. They've got some pretty good players. The challenge for them is going to always be whether you can keep them or not. You just don't want players going to the Gold Coast, yeah. getting up there, developing themselves, and then leaving because you'll never get anywhere. Hardwick's going to make a difference. Hardwick will keep them there. Yep. Oh, I agree. I think I think people so. want to play for him. All righty. GWS. Yep. Uh, a minus. Yes. A minus. That's my boy. For yeah, GWS. Developed a game plan based on, on possession and pressure. They were quick on the turnover. They've got a really good balance down back. Harry Himmelberg going back has been really good. Jesse Hogan stepping up this year to probably his career best footy. I would have thought it in the right times. Was fantastic to have a green elite. Uh, but the player that I, I enjoyed the most, and it, it, obviously it's a, a personal thing here, is Stephen Canelio. Again, had another year. I love a, a comeback story. He was dead a few years ago. Mm. He was gone. They've written him off. But these last two years have been elite, and this year he was elite again. So A- minus for GWS for mine. Yeah, I'm with you. And Adam Kingsley has obviously done some great things there. That They started the season not as well as they obviously finished, but that's a good sign. I think the coach comes in, takes a little bit of time to get the game plan sorted. They've got some outstanding talent. Toby Green is probably about as exciting as you've seen mm. in the competition. Tom Green in the midfield as well. They've got good players all over the place, but to see, see Steve Knicklio, like you say, who started like a house on fire with his career, got the captaincy sort of had a drop in form. Mm. To come back, I think Adam Kingsley must have done something to turn him around. Uh, would have they have beaten, if they won, they lost a prelim by a point. If they win that prelim by a point, would have they beaten Brisbane on grand final day? I reckon they probably would have, yeah. Big. Well, done, boys, we'll keep going. We're going to get or a thorn. break away. Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get a break away first if we can, Scotty. We we'll just sit on that one. What do you have? I know, but uh, we've got to pay the bills somehow. No, no, wage. Play of the round so far, thanks to the shoe bar. Meet your crew at the shoe. We're talking about. I love the shoe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> ah, P.O. Yeah, I'll see you there. Anyway, uh, meet your crew at the shoe. Don't forget at the Wildcats. Uh, they're in tonight. So my player, you're going to see you're going to see the best of Bryce Cotton again tonight. He's going to go... Who's that? I only know Jordan Usher uh, and, and Alex Sarr. He scored seven points uh, in Melbourne against South East Melbourne Phoenix. Uh, he will bounce Doesn't back. often in. do two in a row, does he? Meet your crew at the shoe, the perfect pre- and post-game pub. Fried chicken burger. The Have Red that, Army. Man. This season, get your wild tick, Wildcats tickets from Ticket Tech. It's on air tonight. Jimmy Williams and Andrew Vlaha back. We'll wrap up the season review from Hawthorne down. This is Scott Ingoss. Gary Gibbonson in the studio. Thanks to Fleet. WA's Novated Leasing Specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. All righty, let's get through this, boys. We've got our season review, Hawthorne. Hawthorne C, they surprised many with seven wins, um, including against, as uh, I forgot who told us yesterday as well, the two grand final teams, beat them both. Uh, I thought they'd been impressive on the right track. Player for mine's John Newcomb, love him. Yeah, and with yeah, probably the best sixteenth um, finish you could probably hope for. Absolutely. If you're like, considering like how far from eighteenth to sixteenth, if you finish there, seven wins, it's a pretty good way to. Well, it's a positive sixteenth. Strip their play. list. Yeah, a lot to like. But what do they need? What's the next part? What's the element? Well, I think Scotty was right. Oh, it might have been Brendan who said that they need delivery of the footy a lot better, a lot better. They kill him, Mitch Lewis. He needs to get fit too, but he's going to be a star. But they need certainly need that, and they need some help down back. A lot of talk about Melbourne and uh, stuff that's gone wrong. What went wrong? Oh, what went wrong? Their their kicking efficiency and their Goal kicking inaccuracy cost them in a massive way too, and their and their the stars were at fault the most. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about that. A bit of pressure got in, and they were. Or now, I'll, I'll give them a B. They finished fourth, but they went out in straight sets. Yeah, um, you know, a B's might 
be considered a little bit harsh. Uh, they need to get their forward set up right. Their forward set up is, is a mess at the moment. Um, but the player for mine is an outside the square one. Pedraka sensational, no mm. worries. I've really enjoyed WA boy Judd McVie. Judd McVie, I think, is really clean with the footy. I've enjoyed his work. He got a bit of a lesson in the finals and that sort of stuff, but I reckon he's going to be a beauty and someone that um, WA teams might want to lure home. Another Northampton product. Yep. Bailey Fritz for me. I love I love watching him play. And their forward line, like you say, especially in finals, they could not score. Their forward 50 was a mess. Their midfielders mm. are stars, but there's no point having him if you can't kick a score. So they've got some issues there. North Melbourne are next. There's, it's an F for North Melbourne. No one... What, three games? So many holes in this team. So many holes. Um, Clarkson make a difference this this time around? Well, yeah, he, well, he should do. He should do if he's there. Um, Nick Larkey, 71 goals Fantastic. in such a bad team is the, is the standout for mine. And I uh, thought he had a great year, but they were still a mile off north. Yeah, they are. And sort of Ben McCabe heading off. Griffin Logue not going to be there for the majority of next season. They've got some problems sort of all over the board. But what they have got is they've got Mick Barlow now on as the uh, development mm. manager over there. So he'll be, um, fingers crossed, he'll do some good things for them. And not a bad compensation package they have or you know, assistance plan as well. Uh, Port Adelaide B+. Plus. Port Adelaide had a fantastic season. What was it, 13 in a row, whatever it was. Yeah, they went out in straight sets, but they, they ran out of fit blokes. That was that's a simple thing. To win a final or to, and to win a grand final, you have to be in the best nick you can possibly be in. They weren't. They had too many keys timing out. Astonishing of signing their coach. Yeah, the years. astonishing. Yeah, no, that was a little strange. But you know what? I don't. At the end of the day, they didn't have the soldiers on the park. Um, I'll give them a B plus. They're good enough. The players, Zach Butters. Yeah, I'm with you. And Connor Rosie is probably not far behind. Yeah, you. I They've agree got, with that. Yeah, talking about good young midfielders, theirs is probably as good as you can get from a, a young perspective and some quality. So I, their team is very good. Ken Hinckley, I really like him. The decision to sign him on for an extra couple was strange, I thought, but... Um, they've obviously got confidence in him and they probably want some stability to see how they go with the, the group they've got. Richmond. Richmond's next. Gave him a C. Uh, no Tom Lynch all year really hurt them. Rewalt on his last legs. Not having you know, that 200-centimetre star that is Tom Lynch cost them plenty. Player for mine is Durant. I gave him a C. Yep. Club champion. Yeah, and so no Damien Harbert for them now. He's probably a big change for everyone at that club mm. after a long period of time and some really good success. So they've got some changes going on now. Hopefully some 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 good sort of times ahead with some different people sort of running. I'm worried about I'm worried about the the Uze rain. I'm worried about not 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 so much him as an individual, I'm just worried about where they're going to go. And they big fall, shoes to fill, isn't they, it? Correct. And if they fall early, look out. Oh, the Tiger Army will go feral. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to be compelling viewing, there's no doubt about that. St Kilda's next. Uh, gave him a B minus. B minus for St Kilda. Wouldn't they finish 6th, 5th? Uh, sixth. 6th. I thought they were going to fall off a cliff halfway through the season. Yep, I thought they'd agreed. be in all sorts of trouble, and that's why they've done well. They need they now need to develop an attacking brand and and a and, a, and get a fit Max King. That'll certainly help. Player again was their club champion. I did these last night. Saw the champions awards tonight. It was Jack Sinclair and outstanding season all Australian, but B minus. Yeah, good season and started really really well. From the outside again, looking in, it looks like Ross went real hard on pre-season fitness, and they came out of the box and were flying. So they need to develop an attacking style, but we know the Ross is defensive-minded from the get-go. They kept themselves in it, finished sixth in the season. Pretty good way to finish, and hopefully they move on from there. Yeah, Sydney get a C for me. Sydney are next in line. They get a C. They're too inconsistent during the season. A big fall from last year's grand final. Probably expected it, but mm. after such a belting, but not that big a fall. Uh, and the player, I have to acknowledge, 
my mate here in Goss, who uh, from the very get-go, probably last year as well, Errol Goulden, um, really stepped up. Thank you. Didn't do himself any favours, Brownlow. No, 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 it was Carried on very a shoddy. Goose, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think he was by far their best performer, obviously. And um, the, from the grand final appearance last year to the way they played, again, inconsistency, you're right. Some good young players. I think someone like Isaac Heaney needs a lift again Needs next a lift, year. absolutely. He's a super player and has been for a long time. Good but call. You can't have... You can't keep having Luke Parker as your best midfielder all the time. You've got Errol coming through. You can't have all your old guys being your best players still. So. West Coast. West Coast. Well, they got an F. Um, and there's obvious reasons. I mean, their injuries, their strength and conditioning program, their list management, too, and motion pulling. And our, list, and our listeners have jumped on to too many pathetic performances, too many just insipid performances by too many players. Um, the players, Oscar Allen, the one I need, the one that needs to lift. But we could say all of them. But for me, it's Jack Petricelli. When he's sprinting, his, his strength is his speed. And when he's doing that, he looks good. But he don't, doesn't do it enough. Like, if that's your, if that's your driver, that's your one wood, mm. do it all the he's time. A, I know. I mean, and he, you're right. Like his speed is his obvious, obvious strength. And then it's hard in a season like that for everyone to play their best footy. And for someone who's an outside player with speed, when you get the ball, you need to show it. So I think they've got some list management decisions to make, which they've started to do already now. And then they can, I mean, they got players into a lot of people last year, so they can at least have a bit of an idea in what yeah. they're doing and what their players can do and what they can't do. So it'll help some, it'll help some, but it might hurt others. Well, yeah, them too early. Exactly right. So you can't, I think we spoke midway through the season. As a young person coming into it, an established side, if you're one or two of young people coming in, it's great. But if you're one of ten, there's every chance you go in there and you've got no structure and you don't know what you're doing. I don't think they've made enough changes off off the park at the moment. But anyway, most of all, I was going to see. Should have done better with that list. They, I had them high. I think I had them fourth or fifth. They got a really good. They had a really good list. Got some injuries, but. They should have done better with that list. The player for mine, well, I think Liam Jones is a really underrated story this year. Now, missing missing footy because he re- refused to get jabbed. Um, he came back and he was terrific until he got injured again. Bailey Smith needs a lift. He needs to lift. They need him badly. Yeah, I'm with you. And Bailey Smith was the one for me. Western Bulldogs are one of those sides. I keep giving him a lot of credit and I always tip him, especially early in the season, and they never seem to perform the way they're hoping. Yep. Bailey Smith from his sort of 2020 grand final year was fantastic big in the media but he's dropped off significantly he needs to lift again hey you both we've loved Sorry, you we've, we've loved you loved you coming in you've been an absolute uh addition to our lineup and hopefully things uh will continue next year if not mate we've just loved every yeah, bit you're a star, you a star. Good, thanks for coming in thanks very much great stuff uh, gary kibbertson from fleet network we'll be back to wrap things up next this is scotty goss our season review is wa's novated leasing specialist can save you thousands on your dream car fleetnetwork.com.au Right around Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. Wildcats in action tonight against Adelaide. Yes, fantastic. Thank you, Scotty. We'll see you Tuesday. If you had headphones on, you'd know that your mic's not turned on. Thanks, boys. We'll do it again. (laughs) It's Tuesday. (laughs)